What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the best wrestling podcast around. Hosted by Brady and Danielle. The Human. From Brooklyn to your living room. It's the best podcast to listen to. More than even afternoon. Here, clever blind girl and a Jew. Talk about wrestling. They do it 24-7. Cause they love to speak on it every week. That's why they are best friends. And they're back once again for some wrestling talk. So sit back, relax. It's time for Hillmarks. They're not just smart. They're Hillmarks. They're not just smart. They're Hillmarks. They're not just Hello, everybody, fans and friends. Welcome, because we are back once again with another edition of the Heel Marks. That's right. That means that I must be, have to be, am the custodian of charisma, the ophthalmologist of optimism, the hyperactive heel, and your messiah of mischief. And with me, as always, she is the sultan of sarcasm, the sorceress of sass, the blind ball buster, and the maharaja of modesty. I am Brady. She is Danielle. We, of course, with our powers combined, we are and forever, ever, ever will be the heel marks. And you are listening that's right, only listening, because we're hitting you with that only audio edition this week. Cannot go live, unfortunately, yet again, but unfortunately, we are only giving you it via iTunes, via Google Play, via Spreaker, via iHeartRadio, via Podbean, via any other way that you somehow find us and download us and listen to us. What up, Danielle? Hey, friend. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. It's Thursday and it's not boiling hot outside. It's beautiful out. And I'm inside hanging out with my best, best friend. Yeah. It's good stuff. About to talk wrestling. Wrestling. I, uh, yeah, I do, I do miss the live, the live chat. But you know what? The good news is, since they can't listen to us on Thursday night, we are starting their weekend off right. They're forced to listen to us on Friday, maybe Saturday. So, so we're, we're sneaking right into that weekend. Yeah. Sneaking into the weekend. Sneaking in. Sliding in those DM weekends. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yep. So uh yeah, I mean, let's let's get right into let's it, do it with no with no delay. Let's uh let's let's get into NXT Takeover. Um I I enjoyed it very much. I I thought it was great. Um 
the the pacing of NXT Takeover is always better than SummerSlam. I know SummerSlam is very long, but what I like about Takeover is I feel like you get, you feel like you don't feel like anything's rushed, and you get to enjoy right. each match, and you still feel refreshed after each match. Right. Well, it's the um, I mean, it's WWE's indie show, you know. Right. And and like an indie show, everything is pretty spaced out. You don't think like it doesn't. You don't get the feeling that they're just trying to jam so much onto a card. They're not, you know, oh, they're you know, they're not. They don't have a an overpacked roster where every single person is getting forced on. Right. You know, it's it's every single what is it? However they do it, what two three months. Right. Every time every time NXT does a takeover special, you see. I don't know, just throwing out a number, what, 10 to 12 wrestlers, give or take a few, on the card. It, it You see a lot of the same names, but you also see different names, and it's different stories and different pairings. You're right, I was going to say, and all the all these matches are significant because they all have stories built behind them. Exactly. Like, these people aren't just fighting for no reason. Right. And And every story is something where, like, even if you don't, even if you didn't know the story going in, the match itself tells the story. Absolutely. Yeah, like I love. It's just they do good work there so much, and it's like, it's it's starting to get just hilarious to me. Like the differences, the complete the difference. takeover, and just the yeah between not only just takeover but just the NXT product compared to Raw and SmackDown, takeover compared to whatever pay per view it's up against. Like it shows that there are people. Triple H in WWE that that know how to put on the type of wrestling show that a lot of us want to see. But for whatever reason, they still feel like the main way to go for the main roster is the way it kind of has been for a while. Right. So uh, let's get into some of those matches. Let's do it. Let's let's, let's start with the match that just aired on NXT. Did okay. not air on TakeOver. Did not air on TakeOver. But we at TakeOver Crowd, we got to see it. Yeah, Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson for the UK Championship. This one's for Liverpool! I, uh... London! Zach Gibson's a great heel. Such yeah, a, he's, he's, such a and, good and heel. Pete, Pete Dunne's a great heel, too. Pete Dunne's but, a great heel, too, yeah. But Pete Dunne's been able to, to, to turn his... Like, Pete Dunne's been able to basically be a face for a while without changing his character at all. Absolutely, yeah. Like, not even at all. And so the perfect foil for that character, because a lot of people would call that character a tweener, the perfect foil is someone like Zach Gibson, where there's just no doubt about it. There's not a likable bone in his body. Mm -mm. Zach Gibson is the man you want to hate. Yeah, and again, telling stories. I uh, when Pete Dunne's mouth guard is out, and Zach Zach Gibson's like debating whether or not he should put it in, and he's like staring at, it and he's about to throw it. I mean, excellent storytelling. And and uh, shouts to I believe it was Nigel I heard pointing it out, but basically pointing it out that like Pete Dunne's mouth guard is what protects him from a knockout blow. Ah, and, and, and so the story was extra being told. Um, on the actual NXT broadcast that, you know, we in the live card didn't get to see. But the story was told that there was, like, it made the mouth guard, something so small, like a mouth guard popping out of your mouth, it made it so meaningful in the match. We're like, oh, man, now Pete Dunne's vulnerable. And, oh, man, now Zach Gibson is going to take advantage. Right. So, so yeah, I love I loved that aspect of it. Me awesome too. match. What I loved even more, I loved that, 
like as soon as Pete Dunne had Zach Gibson's hand back for the bitter end, his finisher, mm-hmm. that crowd started popping. Of like, course. And not every finisher gets a pop on the setup. Right. And, and the fact that Pete Dunne's already there is he's, just he's, it's just awesome. He just screams talent, man. He's just, he just got it. He just got it. And 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 you know, I would say 99% of us knew he wasn't losing. We knew Pete Dunne was going to retain. And uh, we didn't care. We didn't care. We still popped when he won, you know? Right. And Zach Gibson did a good job of oh. making me think it could go either way. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. He's great. Yeah. I love Zach Gibson. Um, because, because of something that happened via uh, a WWE online exclusive, the next match I'd like us to talk about is going to be the NXT North American Championship match. Adam Cole versus Ricochet. So the match of the weekend. Match of the weekend. That is absolutely correct. Match, yeah. match of the weekend. Match of the weekend. Which absolutely. I'm not surprised, but I I figured there was going to be another one. As we you right. Know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not and I'm not going to lie. We'll obviously talk about the match, but there's one match on this card that I do think came very close to it. Okay. But this was the unequivocal match of the uh, match of the weekend, match right. of the night. And the match that I think came close to this might surprise you, okay. but also might not at all. Okay. But yeah, this match was great. It was just nonstop action. It was so good. Oh my god, these two can go. I hope we haven't seen the last one. To be honest. This the what was good about this too is that, um, Ricochet didn't overdo his flippy doos. I felt in this match, I felt like he didn't have to do it. I mean, he did some. He did enough spots where like you were impressed, but he didn't overly do it, which I liked a lot. Right. I mean, I mean, everyone's been talking about that flip that goes into a super kick. I mean, that was outstanding. Like, it, that good was, God. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone who hasn't, and if you haven't, I have no idea what you're waiting for. But if you haven't already followed us on our other socials, uh, we already know that you most likely follow us on Facebook. But also Twitter at The Heel Marks, but Instagram at The Heel Marks. And the reason I'm saying that is we've gotten into doing this thing because uh, we love interacting with you guys. And this is the main reason why we want you to follow us on Instagram so we can interact with you. We've been having a lot of fun with our followers over there where we'll do stories um, and, t- and story questions. So we'll ask you guys a question and then you guys will give us answers and then we put pictures to your answers and share them with the world. And one story question we did this weekend was what was your favorite part of NXT TakeOver Brooklyn? And this super kick was was, was, every- said, was everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like everybody wanted that. Uh, it was just so, so crisp and so perfect. And Adam Cole, the way he ran for the cover on that one. Right. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was just the perfect moment. Yeah. And it, and moments like that made Ricochet actually winning even bigger. Right. I mean, I'm going to say this is again. I'm, most people, like, I don't think they care who won. Like, you were okay going either way. But they were, like, after the, the certain moments that Ricochet was totally killing it and Amcole wasn't really getting any offense anymore, you were like, this is it. This is Ricochet's time. He's getting it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, so the reason why I wanted to talk about this match after we talked about Pizza and Zach Gibson, so there was a WWE.com exclusive video shown where, so Ricochet's doing his interview, you know, talking about how great it was and, you know, years on the circuit and it all builds up to this. He's the North American champion. Um, then Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly show up and they just start giving him stuff about, oh, you know, Adam Cole's going to take that title back. This is far from over. And then what happens is yeah, Pete Dunne shows up, like, out of nowhere. And he's kind of like, we got a problem, mate. Oh, I saw and they're yeah. Like, no, they're like, no, no, no problem. And they back away. And then Ricochet is like, thanks for the thanks for the backup, mate. And he's like, I'm not your mate. I just don't like them either. But just <laughs> so you know, just so you know, you've now got something that I want. And, uh, mm. and then Ricochet's like, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Pete Dunne, come after that goal, too. I mean, it's something that I, I think, I feel like this, if anything, might have teased um, maybe like a mini, like I, I think Ricochet and Pete Dunne and maybe one other guy versus Undisputed Era could be for, um, or actually, wait, I think the next takeover is going to be War Games again. Oh, sounds like Matt Riddle in the making. So they could be on the War Games team, uh, maybe with uh, what, what's the name? Matt Riddle. Of the no, 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 no. Uh, the War Raiders. Oh, I love the War Raiders. Oh yeah, because they attacked them at the end. Oh, I skipped. Well, let's get know. into <laughs> the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain for the tag NXT Tag Team Championship, and this is the match that I actually think came close to Adam Cole Ricochet. All right, so. I'm going to throw some salt. I haven't thrown some salt in a while. I mean, I haven't even gotten to SummerSlam yet. So this is like low salt. This is low sodium. Sometimes I get a little... I don't know the right word. I get a little frustrated when there's a lot of goofing around more than wrestling. I've noticed in a lot of indie shows they do that. Like Cody Rhodes example is an example of like... He doesn't just get into the wrestling. He's always like goofing around and talking and it's like... Can you just wrestle already so I can watch you wrestle? I was having a problem with this match where the Mustache Mountain, I felt, were talking too much. Not taking away because I love this match, but, like, I've noticed that a lot where there's a lot of talking instead of wrestling. And it gets frustrating. Uh, not sure I follow. Okay. I'm just saying they talk and, and taunt each other instead of actually wrestling for a long period of time. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I thought this match was filled with a lot of packed uh, faction. I thought it had a lot of near falls. I thought they were really going back and forth. These four guys work together so, 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 so good. And honestly, I could watch these guys go over and over and over again. Like, these guys... I thought the match was outstanding. This, uh, there was a guy behind me, um, a man of color, if you will. And the reason I'm saying this is getting to my point. He goes, I don't understand. He's like, I don't even know who's on what team. He's like, I just see a four, four white guys in trunks. He's like, who's who? And I turn around to him and I'm like, well, Mustache Mountain has <gasps> mustaches. And then like our whole section just started laughing. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> I was like, you're ridiculous. (laughs) 
I was like, Jesus. I love Kyle O'Reilly. He does no wrong in my eyes. He's fantastic. He's such – I've heard a lot of our listeners say this, um, that Adam Cole is like the star of Undisputed Era, but Kyle O'Reilly is the breakout. Uh, all right. I like, assume. Like not everyone knew – not everyone knew about Kyler Riley, but ever since he's kind of the guy that always shines. Oh, he's the, the best. Brightest. And I, yeah, I don't disagree. Like everything from his entrance with his air guitar to a lot of the fo- facials he makes, a lot of his like background stuff when Adam Cole is doing like segments. Right. And then during the match, they're just both just studs. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like th- these guys have excellent chemistry. I this love match Kyle Riley. Yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. But yeah, we saw we saw the War Raiders make their presence known, and they seem to be coming after Undisputed Era's tag team championships next. Do it, take them. So we we do not we do not know what will happen to Mustache Mountain, but we shall see. Those guys are too talented, and lucky for them, they have they always have NXT UK. Yo, Tyler Bate is so strong. He's so strong when Yo, you pick both of them up. Yo, his strength is so crazy. Yo, he's so strong. I was just like, Jesus Christ, you're so little but so strong. You're like a power... And there were like, like three... Oh. Three what? There were like three separate... Right, three right, separate right. showcases of strength. Oh, my God, he's so strong. He's like a bodybuilding smurf. He's just like, lift you up. <laughs> he's just so fantastic. He's like Cesaro. Yeah, it's really, really... Like, like even just that, oh man, just everything, everything from him on the shoulders with the spin to him picking the guy up and throwing him to the other one to the guy on his back. Sick. Just so, 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 so sick. So good. Yeah. And Undisputed Era really worked well together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Moving on. Say the last thing you're No, I was just saying Undisputed works so well together. Like, even having Roderick Strong fill in for them, like, they have such great chemistry. Like, they're always helping each other out. Like, the way they they move together as a tag team to help each other out and, like, you know, do the heel, like, you know, stopping from getting a pinfall and all that stuff is really outstanding. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, This might have been the talking point of the whole show, despite everything that happened. Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Oh, how to make the internet go wild with what you write on an ass. Yeah. Well, it was funny because they didn't have the screen up at first. And I was trying to see who he was emulating. Because, you know, he always has, like, a thing. So I was like, who? And as soon as it popped up, I'm like, Biggie. I was like, this is hands down Biggie, (laughs) you know? Um, Right, right, right. Besides of what was on his pants. Before I saw what was on his pants, I was like, this is a Biggie. I was like, this is a big homage, and I love every minute of it. And it's kind of funny. If he's doing a big homage, you kind of think that you'd see it was all a dream somewhere. Yeah. Like, you think you think that would just go with it perfectly. But nope. Nope, nope, nope. It was even better. Call me up, Vince. I don't understand. The best was uh, Triple H. What? No, what, go what ahead. No, I don't understand why he would write that. Just to be a taunt and why a fuck? Why not? Yeah. Because, like, you're I not, you're not, it's not time for you to go up. I mean, I think, I think, well, A, I could easily see him disagreeing. I think, and, I, and I'm not saying that I disagree. Right. I 100% agree with you. I don't want to see him called up anytime soon. Right. But, 
I feel like it's probably easier for us to say that from this point of view, where we're Fair watching, enough. and from our where, our where where our standpoint, these guys have it great. They get they get to shine. They get to look like stars. They get to uh, tear the fucking house down with twenty minute matches and and you know promos and all this stuff and and we're looking at the main roster like it's going to be their dungeon that they're just going to get shafted to the side for a little while like apollo cruz and like tyler breeze and like the ascension and i can go on and on whereas velveteen dream might be just as confident as his character leads us to believe and maybe he thinks it is his time maybe he thinks that the People who haven't been making it on the main roster are doing it because they're stagnant or they're complacent or they're just not good enough and not up to his level. Or maybe he is happy at NXT. He just knew that this would make the world buzz. Yeah, and that's course. what he promises every time with a Velveteen experience, he's going to have us talking. And he had us talking. Yeah, with just his um, pants. What I was going to say was Triple H's initial response in this interview where they ask him... Uh, they ask him about, you know, the pants. Dream saying, call me up Vince. And he asks him about the pants. And he, he pauses. And then he goes, oh, wait a minute. Did you did you think, no, he's not talking about the boss. He's got a friend named Vince. He's been trying <laughs> to get a hold of him for a while. So he's just saying, call me up, Vince. That's actually really He funny. knew he was going to watch tonight. That's actually hilarious. And, and then, like, a little later in the interview, he answered it honestly. Uh, and, and that clip is... And at the heel marks. But yeah, uh, it was uh, th- his initial response had me dying. Like it was just hysterical. That's actually hilarious. Uh, this was probably my least favorite match on the card. Um, All right. Well, then why don't you talk about it for a little while? Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because least favorite cards I don't like talking about very long. Um, I thought it was very slow paced and sloppy. Um, I didn't. I was kind of bored for a while. Um, there was a lot of botches. Uh, it, it was it was a very disappointing match for me, especially because I love Velveteen Dream and I do like EC3. Uh, it was def- definitely my least favorite match. Okay. Um, let's see. But I put it as my least favorite match. Uh, probably. But I don't... I definitely felt more positive about it. And I liked it a lot more than you seem to. Right. Um, I would disagree that I'd probably rank it bottom of the, excuse me, bottom of the card. But only because I literally can't come up with like a bad thing to say about any other match on the card. Right. All right. Like I was just like, I I thoroughly enjoy the show. But I really remember, like, I remember this match, like having me going. I was with them hook, line and sinker. Uh, This match Um, was not doing that for me. It was, it was not. I, the one thing I would say, and and I think you were giving more of it to more of the flack to Velveteen. Um, here's here's what I think, and 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 I also I'm one for, and I know you're you're inspecting the match and the match quality and stuff like that. And honestly, I might give this match another watch, um, and like actually hear the commentators and and see how it came across on television. Right. Um, because I haven't watched it. I only was there live and right. only experienced it. The crowd was super hot for it. Right. But here's the thing, and this is what bothered me. And, like, you look at an Adam Cole-Ricochet match. Crowd was hot for both guys. Adam Cole is clearly the heel. Ricochet is as babyface as uh. it gets right now. But there was clearly, it was, the crowd was split. Adam Cole-Ricochet. Right. Like, they loved them both, and they re- the crowd really would have been fine with either way. In here, and this is what I, we, I said this to you last uh, week when we were talking about this match. 
I think Velveteen and EC3 are miscast at this point. Velveteen, I think he can play anything. But at this point, it's impossible to ignore how over he is with, at the very least, the NXT audience. Right. And watching this this match, EC3 wrestled like a heel. Yeah, and EC3, but but he but he wasn't. I know. And there I know. were times where he was trying to like get the crowd behind him, but there was literally there was no love for EC3. No, here. not at all. Not like at not all. at all. And I think I think that's probably one of the only real like errors in judgment I'm seeing from XT right now. Where right, they could have just did the double gotta turn. Be, yeah, heel. And double turn. Yeah, I was begging for the double turn. They could have just did a double turn and it would have been fine. Right. Like I, 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 the entire match, I was literally saying to Damon, like every time I was like, they got to do a double header in here because it was getting, it was getting worse and worse. Right. Where like they would do the yays and nays, and it was, it was miscast, you know. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was talking to Henry, and I was, <laughs> I was saying, have you ever noticed lately that a lot of matches are obsessed with doing stuff on the apron? And because I said that to him, he's like, great. Now I'm always going to notice when people do aprons. Then he turns to me and he goes, do you ever notice people always do suicide dives? And sure as shit, every match, I'm like, suicide dive, suicide dive, suicide dive, suicide dive, <laughs> apron, suicide dive. I'm like, oh, this is what wrestling has become. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everything's 100%. on the fucking apron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That apron spot was pretty cool, though. No, it's a good apron. I don't mind apron spots, but they're always done now. Like, always. They used to have, have be something special, and now they're... Everyone does them. Definitely. It's fine. Um, speaking of something special, let's talk about the NXT Women's so, Championship match. So this match actually surprised me in a good way. I was actually I actually was happy with the result of this match. I was happy with this match. It was a good match. It was good storytelling. Shayna Baszler has really improved. Oh, very much so. Like, like Very much so. I don't know what's in the fucking water that the four horsewomen have been drinking together. But I'm like I'm continuously impressed with like everything I see from these four women who really have not been wrestling that long and were, you know, pro- trained professionals at a com- at a completely different sport and something that's not that always easy to switch over from MMA where you're legit paid to hurt people. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People to wrestling where you're paid to look hurt. <laughs> Or look like you're hurting without, you know, without really doing it. Right. So uh, it's just, and and I was really not big on her Me in the May Young Classic. Neither, not at all. She was too dominant. I was getting annoyed that she kept winning. <laughs> right. When there was clearly other talents. Yeah, this match was good though. This it, match was very, very good, and the storytelling was smooth. Very smooth. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Kyrie got the upper hand, which I loved. So, so Henry was saying how he doesn't like Kyrie, how Kyrie's a pirate. And then she didn't sell her leg like hurting at one point. And I was like, well, she's a pirate. Maybe it's a wooden leg. It's a, it's a wooden leg. Well, actually, it's 2018. So even pirates, they all have like the bionic ones that actually look uh, real. So yeah. we'd never know. Yeah, we would never know. Yeah. Um, how would you think about that finish? Did, I loved think, it. Yeah, you liked it? I liked it a lot. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was real cool. It really um, put the frosting on the cake. I liked it. Right, where she goes for that elbow again. Shayna has her scouted, but then, oh, man, Kyrie Sane's got it. I loved and it. it yeah. And it gives Shayna something to talk about, too. It allows her to stay angry and not take this as a loss. Yeah. Right. And that's pretty much what she's been saying in her interview since. She's like, look, you didn't beat me. I lost. It won't happen again. So um, it leads me to believe this feud is far from over, and I'm okay with it. Um the uh, I do think Baszler and Kari Sane are both on the newly released poster for Evolution. Yeah. Um, but the May Young Classic winner is going to get a title shot. Oh wait, no, no, no. The May Young Classic finishes at Evolution. All right, so then I'd say more than likely we see Kari Sane and Jana Baszler take each other on again at Evolution. Yeah, the May Young Classic is at Evolution. Right, 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 right. That's going to finish there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Um, I, 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 think, I, think, I think these guys are going to get it on at Evolution, and uh, it'll be cool. Let's, let's get on M- to the main on event. Moving on to the main event, Tommaso so, Ciampa so versus anybody, Johnny Gargano. If anybody the has, last man standing match for the NXT Championship. If anybody hasn't seen it yet, please watch that video of Mauro, like, doing the commentary. It's fucking hilarious he's so into this match he and he he calls Tommaso Ciampa Ciampa he's like Tommaso Ciampa yo he's so funny I watched that video like eight times because I was laughing so hard he's so great I love him um this was probably my least favorite Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa match this was my least favorite out of the three you're such a salty, salty, salty. Wait a minute! Woman. Just because it's my least favorite, yo. So, Return of the-, the Return of the Jedi is my least favorite Star Wars movie, but I still love it. Like I'm allowed to love something. It's just my least favorite. Yeah, but that was the first thing you decided to say. Yeah, of course, because then I was gonna go into all the great things. You start off a low, you go high, buddy. All right, all right, yeah. Good, good, good to know. I'm glad you can teach me so much, Dan. Uh, yeah, I shall teach you, young Skywalker. Okay, well, why don't you why don't you keep teaching? Go ahead. Let's, no, let's I really I I enjoyed this match a lot. I thought it was fun. Um, it, yeah. It, I mean, it was it was hardcore. <laughs> End of good things. It was no, say. it was a hardcore grudge match. I liked him handcuffing him. Um, I loved when Tommaso Ciampa was just piling stuff on top of Gargano. Like I loved that. He just kept piling it on and piling. I I thought it was great. It was a great way to do it. Like. They they utilize everything around them and except the ho- oh, I'm going negative um you know like they just utilize everything around them and I really enjoyed it I love when when Gargano threw Champa against the wall like he did a year you know a year ago like over a year ago I loved all that I thought it, storytelling I'm a sucker for storytelling yeah um so here's something cool gargano and Chapa they main evented the last three takeover shows uh triple h recently did an interview where he talked about how these guys when they first started working for the company 
he didn't have it in the budget to give them contracts. But he went to them and he was like, look, I like you guys both. I like your work. I want to work with you. Let's do a one-off deal. We'll keep you know, doing one-offs. And hopefully I can make something happen for you guys. And now these guys, former NXT Tag Team Champions, and now these guys have main evented the last three takeovers, culminating in this one for the championship. Gargano has main evented every takeover in 2018. Is that true? That is true. That's yeah, awesome. I wouldn't lie. Would I lie? Uh, small, small funny note. In in that time, during that time, Gargano lost a loser leaves NXT match and did not even miss a takeover. And Gar and Gargano lost pretty much every match that he main evented except no Nola, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Johnny. But that's the Johnny character in a nutshell, you know? That way when he does finally get does the ever-elusive win. Doesn't Johnny Gargano look like the brother from Jumanji when he cheats and he turns into a monkey? <laughs> he looks just like, like the facial hair. He looks just like the brother when he tries to cheat and roll the dice. He's like, I didn't cheat. And then he grows a tail. Yo, he looks just like, every time I look at him, I think of Jumanji. All right, I can see that. Okay, just saying. <laughs> I love Joey Gargano, but yeah, it's interesting to hear that Gargano actually injured himself on oh, that final Johnny. spot. Oh, Yeah, like, like so. Triple H said the the finish was tweaked a little bit. I don't know if that means that this match was scheduled to go on a little longer and Ciampa was still gonna win, or if this means Ciampa was gonna lose and the two of them had to audible. Um, if you watch the clip and you watch it in like slow motion, you can see concern show up on Ciampa's face as he realizes Gargano's actually like fucking hurt. And then you can watch it very quickly disappear. And then you see both of them kind of like trying to communicate with their <laughs> eyes and basically, but very quick. And you can watch as they switch up and, and, and at the very last possible second decide, all right, this is the way it has to go. So I'll be very curious and I'll be actually waiting to see if one day we do find out from one of the horses' mouths uh, what the finish was supposed to be. Um, be, a lot of, lot of you uh, were upset that Gargano didn't win this match. So it would be very interesting to read that he was supposed to. I don't mind. Really? Because when we met D.A. Brewer... Oh, wait a minute. I apologize. I think you agreed with him, but it wasn't you that said it. It was Matt that said it. But when we met up with D.A., he asked us what we didn't like about the show. Most likely because he's been hearing us spit out sauce for the past few weeks, which, Danielle, I blame you for that. I love but Oh, wait till we get to SummerSlam. You are. You, well, that's what I told D.A., really. <laughs> uh, I was like, I love everything. You I foreshadowed. You foreshadowed. Right. I said, you want to hear us complain, like, just give, give it a night. Like, wait wait till after SummerSlam. We'll, have, we'll probably have plenty to complain about. Mm, wait for my opener, my opening monologue to SummerSlam. Uh, are we starting with a Danielle monologue? Oh, yes, we are. I, I don't believe I co-signed this. Did you put this, did you put in the notes? I overwrite because I'm cute a as a button. Cute as a button. It's written in the contract. You didn't read the fine print. Obviously, you're going to have my lawyer contact. You're a lawyer. It's fine. Um, yeah, but no, I like this. And I, yeah, I didn't complain. Overall, I love TakeOver. I always love TakeOver. Always. I'm never tired. I'm never drained on energy. I'm always to the fullest. And, ha and they always have my undivided attention. 
I can picture Chom- okay. I can picture Chamba at the end like running over to Johnny when they went backstage. He's like, "Are you alright, bro?" Ah, they probably love each other so much. Yeah. Or he like hit him in the head and he was like, "You fucking idiot." Because <laughs> <laughs> I would do that to you, dude. Holy boogers on Johnny Gargano, man! So much boogers coming. <laughs> yeah, the whole crowd when you saw the booger in his nose was like, "Oh." Yeah, I remember that. We were like, "Oh." He did it twice. Twice he had boogers. Poor guy. Yeah, he got to clean that up. Um, it was uh, it was definitely uh, Triple H did an interview uh, and and spoke about these two in particular. And how they're locker room leaders now. And he actually told a story, which I'm surprised he told this story. Because, you know, you do an interview, it goes all around. You got podcasts like us talking about it. Um, but he said, he spoke about the, the Tegan Knox injury mm-hmm. from the May Young Classic taping. And basically said, he's like, they're locker room leaders to the point that here's a story. So she, you know, blows her knee out. She gets hurt. I'm rushing to the back. You know, they got doctors around her. All the women are around her. And when I finally push my way through, who do I see on one knee holding the the ice pack on her knee but Tommaso Ciampa? The best. That big old softie. Great. Now his, now his shirt sales are going to go up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck, you ruined everything. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope if listeners of this show are hearing things and causing – us things that we say to make them buy shirts they'll go to prowrestlingtees.com and buy themselves a heel mark shirt i think that's really like if, if, if we can influence t-shirt sales people WWE shop does not need right, us right Pro um, Wrestling Tees, in particular the heel mark store that needs us right right before we get into SummerSlam, i just want to apologize now guys i'm really sorry that matt riddle and keith lee didn't come out to help ricochet um it was supposed to happen but uh i don't know they changed their mind I'm sorry. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we're going to listen to him, and then no, we're not. Yeah, they were going to do it, and then, I don't know, something changed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. You know that's true. <laughs> it was supposed to, yeah. That was, the, 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 riddle, the riddle appearance at ringside was pretty Yo, dope, did you see all of Riddle's outfit? He's just chilling in his flip-flops. He's so funny with his damn flip-flops. Oh, God. All right, so I know, I feel like this fucking show is like a Triple H interview recap but Triple H had a hilarious one-liner where he goes, they, they talked about, they were like, you know, asked him about Riddle. And he's like, oh, that's no big deal. Riddle just showed up because he heard we had a uh, sale on green flip-flops. Yeah, he loves his flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Riddle. I love it. Triple H just makes fun of these guys. But then he signs them to big money deals. Yeah, because he knows it's going to get him them over. I think Riddle was the best ringside appearance I've seen to date. Solely because nobody marked out harder for him than he did. Oh, he marks out for himself all the time. He loves him. Like, well, he's trying to get a bro chant started. He got a bro chant. Kind of. But he got a bro chant. Yeah, I broed. Did you bro? I broed. I broed. I, I was broing. I was broing. We were broing. But yeah, bro. like just all of a sudden you just see him and, and he does the same exact thing we all do. Like, whoa! Yeah, yo, he's mad funny. He's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it doesn't beat the first time that he was at ringside. He was in the background. He's the best. Drinking a Photo beer. Photobombing Tyler Bate, drinking a beer with his thumbs up. Yeah, he's ridiculous. <laughs> he's the best. Uh, I'm curious to see if you will be proven wrong. And they'll let or... him wrestle barefoot? Well, no, no, no. I, oh. Dude, if that happens, I'm going to just start pegging him with shoes. Like, I will get ringside teats and I will just throw them to him. Not in a, not in a violent way. 
but in like a "Hey, I love you, I bought you these kicks" type of way. Yeah. And, and like, and and that will be my. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe his gimmick will, will be taking my shoes. Um, but I'm thinking what you said about them never letting him wrestle with that tattoo. Oh, see if they cover stuff. it. They're not going to cover it. They're going to cover it. They're definitely not going to cover it because it's too close to his abs, and you know they're not covering those. He doesn't. They're covering it. Um, Matt Riddle doesn't have abs. Okay. No, they, they cover. They're not going to cover it. Uh, let's go they're on. They're not going to cover it. Exactly. They they are going to cover it. You can't even make your mind up anymore. So let's uh, let's move on to uh, to SummerSlam. All right, I have a lot to say, and I'm going to start. How so, dare it you? It was really, really, really cool Your that I mother. did not get to go to fucking SummerSlam. I wasn't even going to go there. I, I know you weren't, but I'm going to go there. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put myself on Front Street because, ladies and gentlemen, I was super excited to go with Danielle. She was Charlotte again, and I was going to be the Hurricane again, and it was going to be awesome. But I am a fucking idiot. And somehow... <laughs> Some way, I managed to purchase tickets to a WWE live event called SummerSlam. Why are there live events called SummerSlam? Who the fuck knows? Whoever did that, you owe me some money. But yeah, I got tickets to the wrong show. It was in Connecticut. It already happened. It was horrible. I was very upset all through SummerSlam, so much that I don't even want to talk about SummerSlam. End of show. Oh, okay, Danielle, that's fine. run the song. That's fine. So <laughs> you guys can find us on at the end. <laughs> well, it's okay. You didn't miss much. Um, so SummerSlam is a little bland, so I'm going to put some salt on it. Um, <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> as, I, uh, as I like to call SummerSlam, and I reinvented it, it's called, I call it Summer Squash. Because ninety percent of these Ooh, matches, look at you. Ninety percent of these matches were squash matches. Let's let. I mean, we could just jump around. We don't even have to. B team versus B team versus revival squash. Um, who else was a squash? Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin squash. Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day squash. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens, squash. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss, squash. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, squash. Everything was squash. I only like squash in my salad and my vegetables and my dinner. Jesus Christ, SummerSlam. Everything was a squash. It's like, if you're going to make it a squash, just get rid of all this stuff. Like, you did. we didn't have to have Finn and Baron, even though I love them both. We didn't need that. You could have got rid of half of these matches if you're just going to do this. Yeah, 
Like, why did was, the B team have? Would you really? Would you really say Roman versus Brock was a squash? Yes. Really? Brock got no. Like he got two minutes of offense, not even, and then he just attacked Braun the whole time. Right. Like I will give them this. I know we're jumping the gun, but I will give them this. I like the sneaky sneak. I I, I appreciate. The sneaky sneaky stuff. I appreciate the ruse. I appreciate that they made us st- st- want to stick around to see when Braun was gonna cash in. I yeah, appre- I thought it was smart. That it Braun was very was smart. It was very smart because they knew everybody was gonna get up and leave. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? I'm done being salty about summer squash. That was yeah, that was that was your monologue. I was gonna go a little bit harder, but then we would start talking about everything, and like I know you want to talk about it too. I mean, so I I think I didn't I don't have a problem with certain things that happen on the show. Okay. More often than not, though, but like you're you're right in terms of like when you and this is why we always say Takeover is better because when you we're wrestling fans, when we go to Takeover, we get wrestling, and with SummerSlam, we essentially got. Either the advancement in storylines or we got the closing of storylines. Like, for example, I'm ecstatic about what happened in the main event because it's finally over. Right. Absolutely. We can move on. You know, on Raw, they went ahead and basically Kurt Angle explained to us that Brock Lesnar would not be getting a rematch anytime soon. Good, because none of them ever get rematches. The the door is open. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Universal champions do not get rematches. Well, I mean, I guess guess Finn technically got one with Roman at Raw, but I mean... No, that doesn't uh, count. Your rematch rematch is the the person who beat you. Yeah, but he never lost the title, so I guess you're right. But yeah, it is still. This does not count as a rematch. This just counts as a match for the title. Right. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean... Let's see. You you got to see your boys have a tag team title shot, even though it didn't go the way we wanted it. That was that was nice, but it was a squash match. Right, which is ridiculous. It was like almost a comedic squash match too. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was stupid. Um, Russo versus La- uh, Russo and Lana versus uh, Cien and Selena was good. It was a good match. People were behind it. People were chanting. I appreciated that. I don't. I I I I, I agree with you. But I don't like Andrade sticking around with this Rusev thing, like because. Oh yeah. And, and, and on SmackDown, we saw the match again, and and they just went ahead and gave gave it back to Rusev, so they got the win back. Um, they're using these two as a tool in the tired Rusev Day storyline with Rusev, Aiden, and Lana, and it's like, look, keep together, pick them up do it already but either way you've made me care way less about three people who were all the fucking rage at wrestlemania i feel like i feel and, like that's what they're trying to do and well no but it is but they're just they're, to me they're doing it the wrong way and i think they're that zelina vega and andrade cn are suffering right and these are two guys where i think like i truly think andrade versus aj is a money feud and i wouldn't oh, mind getting it yes. sooner than later i would love but that, that doesn't happen if if you know he's Fossing yeah. around with shit like this. Yeah. Um, uh, Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for a singles match, that ridiculous squash match. There was a very funny meme that says, um, I, I got, I got slammed off a ladder and I, something else. And it's like, uh, I forgot the other thing. And it says, and all, all I got, got was, was this lousy t-shirt. Right. Yo, that t-shirt is bank. I want that, that shirt. That t-shirt was fire. Yeah. It was fire. I was like, oh, new shirt. That means he's winning. But I was wrong. What'd you think of the Cruiserweight Championship match? I liked it. I think Drew Gulak looked great. Yeah. Um, I think I think this was the, the best of the uh, the kickoff show matches. Agreed. 
Yeah, it was. And people were behind. People were in the seats. There wasn't many, but people were very invested in what was going on in the matches. Right. Which I appreciate. The people that were there were like chanting Rusev Day, chanting for stuff. People were chanting for Cedric, chanting for Gulak. Like people were every time something happened, they cheered. Like I was very appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, it was interesting that we didn't see Orton at SummerSlam. And I actually think. Yes, that we did. Lack- what, in the match? Orton came out at the end. During the match? No, at the end of the match. Okay, well, listen to what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think I think him not interfering in that match kind of hurt it. Him like he appeared at the end, but I almost too late because I think the damage had been done. It's Where like I think and, and it, what I meant and I, I what I meant was it was weird that we didn't see him like at the SummerSlam card, and so because of that, you're like I think the fans really were waiting for his involvement, and then it never happened until the end, and by that point you're you had already hurt the match. Right. Uh, whereas I think they were smart enough where they threw Braun at ringside for the main event because they didn't want the same thing to happen. Right. I um I didn't hate the Nakamura and Jeff Hardy match. I I, th- I actually enjoyed it. That was a decent match. Well, that's cool. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. It kept and I was very good. much like, why is this? I'm gonna tell you something else that they wait. See, this is another thing. Wait, I, I gotta come back to my salt for a second. Things that are unnecessary. When did you ever leave it? Things that are unnecessary that they like wasted time with. Okay, after Ronda wins, right? Why do you have to have the Bellas go in there and hug her for 10 minutes? Why do you have to have Natty go in there? And why do you have to have her run over to her husband and kiss him? Cut all the women's stuff out and just have her go run over to her husband and have Natty hug her at the end. Why does Natty need an entrance to go sit on a chair? Like, it was so unnecessary. I know, like, the rumor is, is, is Ronda versus Nikki at Evolution, but it's like... You didn't even build that storyline. You just wasted our fucking time. Another thing you wasted our time with. You have Elias come out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can't talk about that without letting me get in there. Um, So here's what I think about that. A, I agree with you. Obviously, I don't want to see the Bellas in any scenario. Like, keep them off my TV, please. Like, I don't need them. I, I, I would be okay with them having a nice feud with the Iconics. For evolution, because I think the logical decision is to put them over. Yeah, but I'd yeah. probably get super paranoid that Iconics would put the Bellas over, and I I wouldn't want to see that. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't think they needed to be involved in this at all. Uh, I agree with everything you said. I think what they're doing is they just I think they might have been nervous. I think they might have been nervous that eventually, with how fast they're pushing Rousey and how fast she's getting the belt that maybe, just maybe, fans would start turning on her, or maybe Brooklyn fans in particular. And I and I think, and, and this continues on to the next night, where we see Rousey do this impassioned speech about, this isn't about one champion, this isn't about just me, this is about all these women. And she kind of goes around and gives the women our props that created the evolution that she's now the champion of. Um, but I think, I think they're trying to shove down our throats that the women are proud of Ronda Rousey. And there's not this competitive spite. Well, it was fucking dumb and a waste of time. It's like, we're already sitting here for seven hours. Can you fucking move on, please? Right. Thank you. Or like Randy Orton coming out at the end. Like, granted, I love seeing Randy Orton and I got very flustered and sweaty and it was great, but I don't need to see you for two minutes to do nothing. Yeah, and what were you going to say about Elias? I don't need Elias to come out, talk for two minutes, and then go to play and his guitar breaks. Like, you could have cut that 15-minute segment out. There was no need for that. It didn't build storyline. It didn't do fucking anything. See, 
here's the only thing I, I don't like about like when you get salty like this. Because you just want them to take things out. Like, I'd rather listen to you tell me what you think they should have done with Elias instead. Okay, but just because you want that does not be mean that I want that. So you want Elias off the show? As That's well. not what I said. No, what I'm saying is uh, you, you said you get salty because you want to hear what I would do. I wouldn't have Elias. I mean, I would have Elias doing something else. I don't know what. I mean, then you're going to add a Bobby Lashley and Elias match? Okay, we already have 105 matches. I don't need 106. Like, there was no point in, if you're not going to have Elias on, on the, have a match, just don't have him on the show. Like eh, I don't necessarily agree with that. I agree w- with you that his segment was bad. And there was no need his, for it. And his segment, as it was done, didn't need to be on the show. I don't agree that there's no need for an Elias segment because Elias is the future. And I think at a show like SummerSlam, in a town like Brooklyn, especially when they announced a fucking him doing a show at the Gramercy Theater and then went ahead and reneged on that a day before, I think a segment for Elias was necessary. But in traditional form, I do think they flopped it. Um, I don't want a predictable Bobby Lashley comes out and spears any more than you do. I, I think that even just him coming out and singing a two to three minute song disparaging Brooklyn. I would have been fine with the song. I would have right. been fine. But then if right. you're not going to do that, just get off my fucking screen. Like, go away. Right. Yeah, I agree that the, I did not like the segment and I wish it was done differently. Um, Elias deserves more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And they really have to start being more careful with what they do with him because they're going to start hurting his popularity eventually. Absolutely. They've already done absolutely nothing with it. Like, he's not in the title picture. He's not feuding with an upper mid-carder. He's not really feuding with anyone um bobby lashley is now hinting getting involved in other stuff so i don't know what they're doing with him he's got they need they need to step it up um let's talk about the women's championship match the smackdown women's championship okay that was a fun match i like it was a fun match it was a fun match i like the outcome of the match all of it um Charlotte winning the belt. I wish Charlotte was the one to turn heel, but I right. I didn't mind Becky turning heel and beating the shit out of Charlotte. Here's my thing. And 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 I I do suspect that that they might actually go ahead and and call an audible. Um cuz it's it, the truth is it's just not working. Like, look, I here's what I love. I love everything Becky did. Every single thing Becky did, with the, with the exception of losing. Right. I loved her attacking Charlotte. I loved her being this badass. I loved everything she said on the microphone. I loved the brawl. I, I love the new fiery Becky. And there's also, I heard her do a nine-minute interview, and I'm going to try and cut up some of that audio and post it, audio and post it up on our Instagram, maybe our Facebook, you know, just to check our stuff. Um, but she did just an amazing interview 
And in the interview, she do, she's not like this heel. Where like the the fan the the interviewer asks her about, well, you know, the fans were chanting your name and the fans are ab- about you and all this and that. And she does not turn on the fans like she did on SmackDown. But the only thing she says is she's like, look, I appreciate that they wanted me to win, but I didn't win. And maybe I've been putting too much energy into them and maybe that has to change. So she alluded that she could go a certain way. But in terms of what she was saying, she was basically saying, why does Charlotte just disappear, go on her little vacation? She shows up one day and she gets a shot at Carmella for a shot of the title. Do you realize what I had to do and for how long I had to do it to get that match with Carmella just to get another match with Carmella? She's like, I've been burning holes through this women's division. I am the best in the women's division of any company. Raw, SmackDown, it doesn't matter. I'm the best. And she's right. And, she's and we've right. been saying it on this show for a criminally long period of time. Right. She is the best. Right. She's absolutely the best, and she deserves she deserves the title. Absolutely. Um, and I, I know you think Charlotte's the best in the ring, and I'm not taking anything away oh, from that. Oh, she's definitely the best in the ring. But Becky is the best overall. To me, Becky's the best well-rounded. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree to that because Charlotte as a face, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, and Becky can clearly do either one. Becky can be the most lovable face in the company of either gender. So, or, as she's already shown us, Becky can be one hell of a heel and spit that straight fire. So this is where I, I disagree. So you don't think she could be a heel? She, and I'm going to tell you why she can't be a heel. Pe- oh, well, I already know people why. like her too much. Right, obviously. That's and no, but that's I understand. I understand what you mean by like, oh, I, what she says makes her a heel. But when Charlotte was a heel, people were fucking booing. Like, right? No, what booing. I, what I, I didn't mean in terms Be- of getting heat. Oh, and I, and I, and I get Becky can't get heat because Becky's too good. The problem that I had with Becky's promo, no, that's that's I'm wording this wrong. I loved her promo, but anytime she was like screaming at people, everyone was just continued cheering with her and agreeing with her, and it's like. That's not, no. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fans are doing exactly what I wanted them to do. They're finally treating her like Daniel Bryan. They tried turning Daniel Bryan heel. You remember that? Yeah. And then the fans were like, yeah, no. Like, we're not fucking stupid. Right. And at the live event when Charlotte attacked, uh, I'm sorry, Charlotte was attacked by Becky, same thing. The crowd was not having it. At SummerSlam, crowd was not having it. SmackDown, crowd was not having it. So you're right. Becky cannot be a heel right now in this climate. But what I mean is I hate Charlotte's face promos. I hate Charlotte's face character. Agreed. I don't. I, it's not likable to me. There's nothing that I'm supposed to root for. I root for Charlotte because as a wrestling fan, I love her, adore her, and she's one of the best, if not the best. But from a character perspective there's no reason for me want to see her become an eight time nine time ten time champion I there's agree. no you know what i mean right becky content wise threw together one hell of a heel promo and if i just take that promo for what it is that shows me becky can be a heel now, right now is not the time which is why what they did at SummerSlam was kind of a fuck up and i truly think that the reason why they edited out Charlotte turning, I'm sorry, Becky turning on the crowd. They edited that out of the YouTube version and apparently threw another video where it kind of looks like Charlotte might have been a little bit disgusted at the live crowd. And they threw that up on YouTube. Uh, I think they might switch up. I don't want to see Becky's character lose the fire that we just saw. I want her to kind of keep this tweener character where she's angry, she's pissed off, she's fired up, and she's not taking it anymore. Straight up Becky Balboa. 
But I want to see Charlotte get a little in her face like, oh, you mad, Becky? Right. You were my sidekick, Becky. Is this not okay? You know, like, I want to see the, I want to see the fire from Charlotte that we've been missing. And the tea time is over. And I want those Instagram story recaps back. Oh, God, I miss them so much. That was literally like the first thing I thought after like, because me and you were talking about it that night and you were like, yeah, no, it's a heel turn. I was like, no, no no more more Instagram story recaps. Oh, they're so good. They're so punny. I mean, I was even hoping that she would like still do them, but just do them heelish. Yeah, but puns are a baby face thing. Then again, I do puns and I'm a fucking heel. Yeah, and I love biggest puns. big biggest heel there is. <laughs> Were you trying to think of something punny to say and it didn't work? No, I'm just I wasn't even I I wasn't even thinking of something funny to say. I'm awful at puns. I love a good pun, but I literally can't do them for the life of me. How do mountains see? They peak. Oh yeah! Oh, I sent you this joke. Damn it, I forgot. I forgot I sent you my Google jokes. Damn it. Did I send you this one yep. this morning? Uh, either this morning or yesterday morning. What kind but, yeah. of tree could a math teacher climb? Uh, I don't remember, but I do think you sent it to me. Which one is it? Geometry. Is it? Oh, no, you didn't send that to me. You didn't send that to me at all. Yeah, for some reason, it's tree week on Google. <laughs> Same week. Uh, the Google jokes of the day. Google jokes of the day are great. Um, let's talk about the, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Squad. Squash, but unfortunately, oh. Eric, Eric Rowan gets squashed hurt. his bicep. <laughs> nah, nah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> well, I wasn't even making a joke. Didn't... He tore his bicep. Same shit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they had to do the match over again the next day. No disqualification. Two days later. Whatever. Two days later, they do a no disqualification rematch where they get the belt on the New Day, but Eric Rowan competes in the entire fucking match. It's very confusing. I don't know. Is that guy made of fucking steel? Maybe. I mean, Luke Harper was very vocal on Twitter and Instagram and everything, saying thank you, Eric Rowan. Luke Harper wrote something other than, do you know what day it is on Twitter? He did, believe it or not. But as always, Luke Harper actually writes things directed to other people all the time, but he just directs it at this person named Larry. That's amazing. Like, everything is just kind of like, hey, Larry. And I'm then, not really a big fan of that name, but okay. Well, I think, I, for a while, I thought it was he was talking to uh, a pig. Larry Steve? Like, I thought so, but then but then it turns out, like, no, he just calls everybody Larry. Uh, but, yeah, Rowan, he, he, like I said, thank you, Rowan. And, you know, we, 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 we did it. We did it together. Get back soon. Let's do it again. Um, and he, he just kept writing thank you posts. And part of me was like, okay, well, you know, that's his man. That's his partner. He's thanking him for being a good partner. But another part of me wonders, like, maybe he's thanking him for doing what he did on SmackDown. I'm like, sure he's thanking him in all aspects. Like, the thanking. Bludgeon Brothers are able to go out the way they should, you know? Yeah, like, instead of just was, having to drop him without. Yeah, like, like I was worried that they were going to do something where, like, the New Day gang up on Rowan backstage, take him out. Then Luke Harper has to do a one-on-two match and basically gets, like, his ass kicked by a two-on-one. Poor Luke and Harper. And I was worried that it was going to make the Bludger Brothers look bad. And I was worried even in general because I'm like, well, what are the Bludger Brothers? What does Luke Harper do now? But he went out like a warrior. Warriors. 
And, and honestly, if they weren't continuing the, the WWE Championship feud, I'd say Luke Harper should go ahead and be a number one contender for the WWE Championship. I'd love to see oh, Luke Harper versus AJ Styles it. feud. Stop it. I would love to see AJ Styles versus Luke Harper. Stop. Like, I think that when you have a dominant tag team like the Blunder Brothers, and then Rowan goes down after a heavy, hardcore, no-DQ championship main event like they did, I think what you do is you immediately just take Luke Harper far away from the tag team division. You keep everything about what he's doing. You keep the uh, the mallet, you keep the mask, and you get him a championship match immediately. Immediately. Yeah, like, I agree. immediately. Who's the U.S. champ? Shinsuke? Shinsuke. You know, Luke could go face without changing his character at all, and I think people would buy into it. Yeah, he just doesn't like Nakamura, and he could just beat him up. So, yeah, with Jeff Hardy taking on Randy Orton now and moving away from the U.S. Championship, I that that's my pick then. Since since we got the WWE Championship match continuing or the feud continuing, I want to see Luke Harper face up against Shinsuke now. Okay. In fact, I will go as far as to say as we heard from expert sources that Luke Harper will be facing Shinsuke Nakamura oh, for the U.S. Championship. I forgot we did hear that. Yeah, we heard it. So, uh, guys, don't forget the heel marks. We're breaking exclusive news here on a weekly basis. And if it doesn't happen, it's because the WWE changed their minds. I would like to talk about my second favorite match of the weekend. Well, I want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay, it's the Intercontinental Championship. This was a good one. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. I love this match. They came in hot because I was like... I was like, oh, I wonder what's opening. And M2J turned to me, and he's like, it has to be a hot opener. And I was like, Intercontinental Championship. I was like, Well, because he said hot opener, and you immediately were like, Ziggler. Come on. Rollins. Rollins. Come on. (laughs) If it's going to be one of them, it's going to be Rollins. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Cesaro? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, this was probably my second favorite match of the weekend. I love this match. I thought it was great. Everything. Um, Drew interfering, Dean stopping Drew, them going back and forth. It was just good wrestling all around and just good storytelling. Yep. And I, uh, I was I was happy with the finish as well. I was happy with the finish as well, too. Yeah. Um, Ziggler did lose the next night to Dean. And now we're left wondering if Ziggler's tease... And his comedy show was for real because he did because because the rumors that I've been reading are that SummerSlam he was offered a contract that he did not sign. Mm. So and and once again as a reminder for anyone uh, doesn't remember last week's episode where I said that at the Ziggler comedy show he was asked about his contract status and he said after Sunday and after Monday who knows. And if you don't like it, you should have bought my T-shirt years ago. I fucking hate you all. Um, Love it. So, so yeah, we now have to wait and see if Ziggler is on Raw next week. Is Ziggler on his way out? Yeah. Will Ziggler resign? Is Ziggler playing hardball? What's he doing? What does he want to do? We're going to find out sooner than later. But uh, he is not champion. So where there is smoke, there could be fire. Not taking away anything from Ziggler and Rollins, but fucking, they need to put a fucking title on McIntyre ASAP, man. He's so fucking good. I mean, just doing his little, like, outside ring work, I was sitting there and I was just like, fuck, man. This guy got it. I was like, he's just so big and sexy and just put a belt on him. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to the eventual Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns feud. Jesus, it's going to be outstanding. Yo, he got it. He just has it, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Completely reinvented himself. Went back to the Indies, Drew Galloway, reinvented himself, came back swinging, and he's just ready, man. He's huge. He's just big. He's exactly what you want in a, a cliche wrestler. Right. Like, he's completely, he's completely primetime player ready. That was and my wrestling name. There's no name. reason to hold him back. Primetime player? When I, no, kind of. When I used to do uh, SmackDown versus Raw and my character, his name was Primetime Brian Payne. Uh, I had two. One was Brady Bash. Um, <laughs> Just like other, Brady Bashes. Right, exactly. <laughs> and the other was uh, Spike Stone. Spike Stone. Uh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> I was being a supportive best friend. <laughs> I just I just pictured a combination of Scotty Tuhati and James Ellsworth, which is basically the same person. And I was like, oh, this is much. He's like skinny and scrawny and comes out and like hangs out and like he's like a manager type. No, Spike Stone does not look like that at all. Oh. That was wrong. That kind of sounds like what I would look like in my incarnation of a manager, a big stack Brady Black. Sure. Yep. Yeah. In like, I'd basically in Zubas. look like Jimmy Hart combined with Scotty Too Hot. That'd basically be me. In Zubas. Oh, obviously. That's where if you go to Zubas and put in heel marks, you get 15% off. Is that true? Yep, 100%. Oh, my God. Well, I know what I'm going to do as soon as this show ends. Yeah. Uh, d- so. I want to talk about my match of the night. We already talked about the match of the night. Did we talk about the match of the night? Yeah, Intercontinental Championship. All right. Well, that was your match of the night. No, no, no. I preface that I want to talk about my match. match. Okay, go ahead. My match of the night was AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, that match was so fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) That match was so fucking. I was like, I was like, I hope he says Daniel Bryan. I was waiting for you to say Balor versus Corbin just to be funny. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I really, I mean, granted, anyone who listens to this show knows that this is what I wanted to be main eventing WrestleMania this past year. I wanted Samoa Joe to win the Royal Rumble, and I wanted AJ to defend against Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. Um, I've wanted to see this match ever since. He was a both. wee lad. Well, well, when I was a wee lad, I was probably watching it on Impact, but wanted to see it in WWE ever since I realized it could actually happen and uh, and we got it here at SummerSlam. It was and wonderful. AJ, AJ Styles had a quote that he said in an interview prior to SummerSlam where he basically said like look the two of us have gone through a lot of crap in a lot of places mainly in TNA and the two guys the TNA refused to push to the tippy tippity top were competing for the WWE Championship for one of the biggest matches at SummerSlam. Yo, the name of this episode should be quotes because you've literally quoted everyone this entire episode. Listen, I'm listening it's to fucking interviews. amazing. I'm I know interviews. you're doing an excellent I'm job. I'm people exclusive. Yeah, you're right? doing. I, you're we doing, don't have unnamed sources. Yeah, you doing. You guys know what the stars are saying. Yeah, Yo, you're doing such a fucking good job, but I'm cracking up because literally you're just like, oh, he said. I'm Listen, like, yeah, it's quotes. practically like these show. These guys are on the show, quotes. right? Hey, you want to know what Triple H thought of NXT Takeover? I basically told yeah. you. You I would, I would name, I would name the title of the show quotes, but I came up with the title at SummerSlam, so that's just gonna be the name of the show. Because I, how dare you? Come on, it's so fucking good. Well, tell me what it is. Summer Squash. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you did come up with that SummerSlam. 
Yeah, I, remember I texted you. I was like, this is going to be called Summer Fucking Squash. Oh, man, I don't I don't remember that. For some reason, I actually tricked myself into thinking you came up with that on the spot. No, well, I came up with it at SummerSlam. Well, I thought you came up with it, like, on the spot, like, while talking to me today. Oh, man. Via this show. I did come up with the thing that it was bland, and I'm going to add some salt. All right, well, that was great. Thank you. Thank that you. was good. Thank one. you, thank good, you, thank good, you. Good job. It wasn't as good as the match between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yo, that match was, was so good. So good. And and the DQ finish came off really well. Did not feel like a major letdown um, like most DQ finishes fine. do. Yeah, Didn't come fine. off as an easy way out. Um, and, you know, and, and honestly, if you told me AJ Styles was leaving as champion, then I was really happy to see this then the way they get they get us there. Right. To this. Right. I wish they did something with Wendy. I wish they had her sitting in a seat instead of just standing there awkwardly. Yeah, she's yeah, just kind of staying there, super awkward with the. Ba- Yo, I laughed that his daughter did not want to go in his hands. He was like, "Come here," and she was like, "Get away." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she's." I was like, "She just did the heel turn. She's gonna jump in Samoa Joe's arms. That'd be amazing." Oh my god! <laughs> because they're probably like friends, and she probably loves him in real life. Right. And then she probably like is like, "Hi, Uncle Joe." <laughs> yeah, because I definitely think AJ and Joe have to be tight. Like, they, they have legit, to be buds. Like, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I loved everything about it. Joe was being a spectacular heel as always. As always, complete and eight- on finished it on SmackDown with that that epic that epic attack from behind. Yeah, on SmackDown, I think there was a dark match. It was Samoa versus uh, what's his face, Daniel Bryan. Right, and then AJ came up for the save. Yeah, for the save. No, but I just loved how AJ's getting interviewed, and all of a sudden, Samoa just literally yanks his legs out from under him. Yeah, it was wonderful. Everything about um, that is wonderful. The here they got me wondering something. The next pay per view is Hell in a Cell, I believe. Okay. Do yes. we think we get these guys in the Hell in a Cell structure? I hope so. I would like I to see so them in too. Hell in a Cell. I mean, I mean, they are getting the the feud more personal, despite it being for the championship. So they didn't necessarily have to, but they're going that way. They're making it more violent. So I violence, do think- violence. <laughs> I do think they are heating the feud up uh, with the goal of putting the rematch inside the Hell in a Cell structure, which makes me think that we actually are going to get Samoa Joe as champion. I will love every minute of it. Like, I really, I, I, I've been vocal on this show for thinking I don't think jo, uh, AJ loses the title to Royal Rumble. And I thought that that man was going to be the Miz that took it from him. And we recently found out that that could easily happen. But no, but Joey Joe. Joey Joe's going to get it. Joey Joe. St- never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Joey Joey's going to get it. Joey's going to get it. Going to get it. Going to get it. Just put some gold. Just put the title on him. You know, ever since I talk shit about you saying calling it the gold, all I've been saying is fucking gold. It's like when I make fun of people for saying dude, and now all I do is say dude. Yes, I do a lot, too. But, uh, dude, let's talk about a great feud. Not for gold. Uh, Let's talk about Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I liked it. I liked this match. Well, as long as you liked it. I mean, really, that's really what matters. I liked this match. Um, People were getting very (laughs) restless in their seats by then. Um, But it was a a good match. I enjoyed it. I liked the little uh, Maurice putting something in his hand. It was brass knuckles, right? Is that what it was? I couldn't really see. I I believe so. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I really, uh, yeah, this match was fun. And it continues a feud, which I'm not happy about right. that feud. You're not happy about it? About Brie coming out? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, that whoever wants so to see Brie Bella, not I, said the fly. Not this guy. No, nah, who has two thumbs and does not want to see Brie Bella? This girl the right here. The heel marks. Oh, the heel marks. Sorry. <laughs> so we would have four thumbs, not two. <laughs> Wait a minute. You have. Oh, shit. I got to go see my doctor. Um, anyway. What? Uh, I... <laughs> what? Uh, was, uh, never mind, Danielle. My favorite thing is I can't see you right now, so I don't know what you're doing, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> right. Miz, uh, Miz going over was the right move. I was happy at prolonging the feud. I'm not happy with the way the feud going, but it's probably an easy way to get Daniel Bryan the win back so that when they do face each other at the Australian showdown... Um, the Australian hoedown showdown. Sure. For the number one contendership, I didn't have chocolate today. Then it'll be it'll be even again. Yeah. So that'll be the rubber match. Um. You want to make an early prediction for that one? Daniel Bryan. Do you think Daniel Bryan the tag? The, oh, for the Daniel tag, Bryan, for the tag, for the tag. No, 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 not for the tag. For Australia for versus Miz in Australia. Miz. You think Miz wins that one? Wait, let me think. Okay. I'm not sure. I was going to say Daniel on that. I want them at WrestleMania, so I keep thinking WrestleMania. WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan's going to win at WrestleMania. If they make it, make it long enough that it goes to Rumble or Mania, Daniel's going to win the best out of whatever, how many matches they have. This is what I'm thinking they do. I'm thinking, you tell. Daniel, I'm thinking Daniel Bryan does beat Miz. Yeah, that's why I at, said Daniel Bryan wins. In Australia. Well, you've given me both answers, and you've given me like four times already. So right now, you're just flip-flopping. Flip-flop, 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 like a ping-pong ball. Um, but I do think I do think that Daniel Bryan's going to beat Miz in Australia, become number one contender. He will beat Samoa Joe for the championship at Royal Rumble or maybe the pay-per-view after Royal Rumble. But Daniel Bryan is the guy that takes it away from Joe after Joe beats AJ Styles. And then Miz will face Daniel Bryan for the title at WrestleMania, but it will not be because he won the Royal Rumble. He'll just become the number contender. I don't want Daniel Bryan to win yet. Well, good, because you got a few months to wait. I want no. I don't want him to win soon. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Soon, like Fi- a year. <laughs> final match of SummerSlam. Final match of SummerSlam. Final match of SummerSlam. Final. Ma- we didn't talk about Finn or Baron. Yes, we did. Oh well, yeah, we, we talked got, about them. Yeah, we got Demon Finn, a waste of Demon Finn. I mean, here's the biggest thing I hate about this, and I was going to get to after we, we, we talked Sorry. about this, but no, 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 don't apologize to me for anything. Okay. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think it was a waste of Demon Finn at SummerSlam. But how are you then going to give Finn Balor? So let's just let's just fucking you know just uh, like we wanted. Are we kayfaving? No, no, no. Just like we wanted Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, the feud to be over, let's just end this fucking segment of the match, too. Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar. Finally, it's fucking over. Bing, bang, the end. Okay. Now we're on to the next day, Spoiler. right? Roman's is facing Finn Balor for the title. How the fuck is that not the demon? Like, what? Did you run out of face paint? Right, right. It made no sense. It's like, well... If I was Finn, I would come out in Demon because I know I never lose as a Demon. Like, are you now telling me that SummerSlam makes it a big moment, but the Universal Championship being on the line, despite the fact that you haven't even been able to sniff the title since getting injured years ago, 
that's not called for your demon to come out? Yeah. Baron Corbin annoyed you so much that you needed the demon, but Roman Reigns having the title and giving you a shot yeah. at it isn't real. Like, it just, that part pissed me off. Yeah, and that I was annoying. About, and I spoke about this last week, where, like, this is the, the criminal flaw that we get with this character, because it's like, so now anytime he's like, got a big match... But he's not the demon we know he's losing. And if he is the demon, we know he's winning. And what happens when the demon does eventually get the belt back again? Like, are, does the demon eventually lose? Or does does the heel that he's facing legit sneak into his locker room, steal all the fucking paint in the building just so the demon can't come out? Like, legit, it's yeah. just so dumb. And I don't even know if they realize how much damage they've done to it. Yeah, it's a dumb. They've destroyed Finn. Anyway, let's move on. Sorry, Finn and Baron. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, the fact of the matter event. is, talking about SummerSlam was fun. I love hearing from you. And the fans love hearing from me. But I know one person they want to hear from just as much. Me, again. Right. But also, the auspicious Australian Lisa, with another edition of Thoughts from Down Under. G'day, Hillmarks. It's Lisa, and this is Thoughts from Down Under. So, I'm at my grandma's right now, and it's very late in Sydney, so I need to keep my voice down. But I just wanted to give my thoughts on The Shield reuniting again. I'm just really tired of it. It seems like that old rock band that always gets back together and they're like, hey kids, look at the old clothes we used to wear and these are the things we used to do. We're still cool, right? Remember us? Like, Seth, Roman and Dean are fine on their own in their own characters. I don't see why creative always seems to think that pushing them together is going to work. When The Shield started... And it wasn't that long ago, so I don't know why they're banking on nostalgia. When they got together, it was like this fringe, edgy thing, and now it seems really forced and contrived. I don't know. What do you guys think about the Shield reuniting? Are you excited? Are you bored like I am? Let me know. Anyway, that was my thought from Down Under. Brought to you by Hillmarks. I was wondering. I know. I was literally wondering from last week and then to this week. Like, legit. Every time I announce it, you don't say it. I'm like, yo, Sunil is brought to us, brought to them by the Hillmarks. M2J Poetry Slam brought to them by the Hillmarks. Why does Lisa not get the brought to them by Hillmarks treatment? But, all because right, I'm in. sleepy. You came in. You I was sleepy in. both times. I'm sorry, Lisa. Forgive me. But I came in at the end. <laughs> I came in at the end, Lisa. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> from down under i love it you do they actually say who in, in australia i don't know and i'm not from australia when i say who I, I like the way i say it i don't think australia i think uh when you, mrs doubtfire i was just gonna say when you say who you sound like mrs doubtfire <laughs> i literally was just gonna say that <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say you sound like mrs doubtfire um, like, I don't know if that's just me saying it wrong. Yeah, it's probably what. just you saying it wrong. Right, but I like to imagine that they, in Australia, that's all they do. And occasionally, just occasionally, 
someone doing it gets hit in the face with a pie, just so they can really, really bring the missed out fire out yeah. in that expression. Yeah, and then their boobs set on fire. Um, so, so why don't you uh, why don't you take this one first? So you know how much I love a sto- nostalgia. I right. love it. So that's true. You've been right. begging for Say by the Bell to come back. So this is ugh, stop it. Um, <laughs> so I I'm very mixed on this. Do I think the Shield needs to be back together? No. That they need to come out with three new shirts? No. Do I think any of this should happen? No. Do I think any of this makes sense? Yes. I feel that it made sense for Braun to come out threatening Roman, and Roman's like, all right, you want to threaten me, but I got company. I, I love that aspect of it. Not necessarily just because it because it was the Shield. It could have been like any like group, and I like that aspect because, you know, you're taking down a monster. Like, Roman's not right. I mean... I, I like that aspect of it. Do I like that the Shields reunited for the 100th time? No. Okay. 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 Calm down. First off, it is the third time. That's a lot. This reunion. That's a and lot. the second time. That's a lot. And they haven't even been the together a long time. time. The second time barely counts. It was a two-week reunion, and then Dean Ambrose was hurt. Yeah, but if he wasn't hurt, they still would have been the Shield. No, because Roman Reigns was hurt. Roman Reigns didn't appear for their big reunion match. Then Dean Ambrose gets hurt. It was a two-week reunion. Uh, this It doesn't really count. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> of course you are. Like, look, here's the thing. Here first is the off, thing. First, first off, off, oh, do tell me. I would if you pipe down uh lisa 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 came out and said that she hates old bands getting back together clearly you can't agree with her on that one because you are obsessed with an old band who loves getting back together you are obsessed with an old band that just shoves nostalgia down people's throats and won't 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 move on hold on hold on hold on the Backstreet okay. Boys never got back together. They've been together this entire time. Not true. Not true. <gasps> I've not seen true. them 22 times in concert. Okay. Yeah. They did make a comeback, though. No, they didn't. They've been around. What are you talking about? What are you talking you, about? You're telling me they never disappeared after boy bands stopped being cool? No. Okay. So I go wrong. see them every year. Okay. Every yeah, year. I've seen them 22 times since I'm 14. Okay, that is nothing to brag about. I wouldn't even announce that to the public. I, I'm not ashamed. Good. Well, good for you. I mean, I, I will never be ashamed. I'll never break your heart. I'll never be ashamed because I'll always be the perfect fan. Is that a lyric? Or yep. Just <laughs> reciting like some lame poetry. <laughs> That's a lyric. Because mom, okay. you always were. The perfect fan. A- I'll be the anyway, one. Anyway. Who made Anyway. Some- All right. Stop quoting the goddamn Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you brought the Backstreet Boys up. I wasn't even going to quote them this episode. No, as you shouldn't. Because they're washed up. And they're old. That's they're incorrect. Silly. They have a show on in Vegas. Oh, you know, most of the people that have shows in Vegas are all washed up. I believe Britney Spears has been there forever. That doesn't make her washed up. I, that doesn't make her washed up. There's plenty of other things that do. But... Regardless of... You sound very sexist. That, what are you talking about? I'm starting off with the Backstreet Boys. How fucking dare you? You can't just throw sexist at everything, okay, Danielle? <laughs> yes, I can. I have a vagina. Poor shit. Anyway. Brought you to you by Fucking heck. God damn it. Shut. Fucking Backstreet Boys. Fucking Britney Spears. Fucking Kelly Clarkson. Brought to you by I think, I think. I think that this was great. For of course you did. For the sole reason 
the sole reason that what could you come up with better for Roman Reigns to do? You cannot suggest heel turn. Okay? Can't suggest heel turn. What else, like, does Roman do from here? Do we really want to see him in a feud with Kevin Owens where Kevin Owens gets to look awesome and be the big heel but then loses because Roman Reigns has to go over? Do we really want to see Braun Strowman win the title the very next night so we now have to see a Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns feud fresh off Roman Reigns finally conquering Brock and have to live in fear of Roman Reigns actually taking the title away from Braun in less than a month? Do we really want to see Roman Reigns on his own as Universal Champion? I do not. Do you really want to hurt me? No, I do not. You're fucking hurting me. Sorry. No, I agree with most of the stuff you're saying. I think that this, like you said, this makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. It, it, it makes sense that Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins would defend their brother. Uh, the only thing I don't like was Michael Cole's reaction to it. I think he was pushing too much down our throats, and it would have been nice if he took a back seat, let the moment speak for itself, and let the fans come up to their own conclusions as to what this means. Because when I first heard about what happened and then watched it all i'm like when i first when you're telling me about it at first right you texted me and told me what was happening because i'm, I'm a like good friend. oh shit i'm like the shield sounds like they're heel now like yo did roman seth and dean all just turn heel this is fucking awesome then i watch it and with michael cole fucking trying to conceal his raging erection, just screaming, what a moment! What a moment! It's like, okay, clearly we're supposed to be going crazy for it. Clearly this is all a good thing. Um, so I do wonder what happens now. Does Braun maybe back away from Roman and, and take more of a strategic approach as somebody else, like maybe a Kevin Owens, does step up to the plate? Or... I mean, Braun Strowman, he was in a stable once, too. He was in a stable. I've, I've, I've heard that. Bray, Bray Wyatt's not really doing anything right now. He just lost his Woken Warrior of a partner. Luke Harper. Luke he's not Poo really doing anything. doing anything. He just lost his bludgeon brother. That's my new name for him, Lukey Poo. Yeah, Lukey Poo's not doing anything either. I'm sure he would appreciate that. He would. He seems like the type of person that would appreciate Lukey Poo. I picture you just petting his beard like... Just getting way too Hi, close Yuki to him Poo. and just walking up. Hey, Lukey Poo. Poo. Oh, wait, I shouldn't do that hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, only I can see. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that would be a great feud. I, I'd, be, I'd be totally behind it. I'm not mad the shield is back together. I'm just like, okay. But it makes I'm sense. I'm happy the shield is together because I think it's the most exciting thing they could have done. It immediately leaves me with questions. It immediately wants me to see. It, it has me wanting to see more. See, but you're not marking out because it's the shield. You're marking out because you're like, yes, this is like the good for storyline. Right. Right. And I mean, I'm granted, okay. And I'm behind I, that. Granted, I I do I you know I also am a fan of the shield. Um, all members but yeah for me this is the most exciting thing you can do with a universal champion named roman reigns the fact that seth rollins just became ic champion makes it a little more interesting because it now leaves us with different doors you can go in do we see the shield uh in dean and seth do we see them take advantage of the fact that there's a vulnerable team holding the tag team championships 
Do we mm. see them just attack the B team and easily defeat no, them for the belts? No, leave the B and, team alone. And, and have the the shield rocking all the gold. Do you know what do we see? Do we see Dean really be the only guy without gold, which kind of just foreshadows or, and has a lot of us counting down the days until he turns heel? You know, right? It it, it, it just, opens up it, a plethora of, it, of exactly. possibilities. There's so many things that they can do, and I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. So overall, I had a good weekend. Besides, you know, there's there's definitely things as I was throwing salt on it, but I would never I I wasn't frustrated at a lot during this show. I I was frustrated more so at the fact that lots of squash matches, but most of the matches I was looking forward to like delivered. And yeah. I was happy with outcomes. I mean, there's no outcome that I'm like like Ronda Rousey. I was kind of uh, about, but I understood like it was coming. Does that make sense? Like I was just right, like, right. right. You know? It was one of those things. I mean, that's another thing about SummerSlam. I don't, I, I don't think too many unexpected things happened. Right. You know? It wasn't. It wasn't un. Yeah. It wasn't unexpected. Like the Becky Charlotte was unexpected, but I think for the wrong reason. Yeah, it was unexpected that Becky went heel instead of Charlotte. Right, because it's like WWE. Are you really not paying attention? Of course like, they're not. Do you they never not? Do you not have your finger on the pulse and know that Becky Lynch is really just so close to taking over? And I love it. Right. And that's the and only you- reason why I'm like really happy it happened because I don't know if if Becky loses, right? I don't know and, and doesn't do what she did. I don't know that the fans get so angry about her not winning. Um I I do think the fans are smart enough to see this heel turn as kind of a slap in the face of what we want. And that's why they're getting so loud. And also, I think like like us, we're happy to see Becky with some fire. We're happy to see them doing something with her. So yeah, so we're okay. Yeah, with this. exactly. And I and I and I I can't wait to see them audible so then we can get heel Charlotte Woo-hoo. and badass Becky. I already know a badass Becky. Is she? Does she have good hair? Yeah, she has bright red hair. Actually, is her last name Lynch? No. Are you sure? Because you just Becky Lynch has it. orange hair. It's orange on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, I uh, I love I love doing the show with you every week, Danielle. Everybody loves doing a show with me every week. Who else is doing shows with you every week? If anybody wanted to do a show with me, they would love doing it every week. Wait, wait a minute. Are you, are you, are you, what, excuse me? I don't know. I'm making shit up. I don't know. Are you saying that if someone else wanted to do a show with you every week, you would do it with them? You would just say, okay? Never. What are you? Never. Podcast hoochie? Nope. I'm not a brazen hussy. I would never do such a thing. Okay. I call my I dog a brazen to- hussy because when she, she lays on her back and she opens her legs so you can rub her belly, I'm like, you brazen hussy. Well, I, I guarantee you that's not doing anything good for your dog's self-esteem oh she loves it anyway anyway um thank you everybody for tuning in you guys are so awesome we love hearing from you even though we weren't able to do it on the live chat this week um i really 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 love doing this show best part of my week best part of danielle's week she knows it even though she'll probably lie to you and say that her favorite part of the week is i don't know getting her eyebrows done or something silly because they're on fleek right you got to keep them on fleek 
maybe getting her hair done so she remains blonde because reality she doesn't want to be blonde anymore but we have it in the theme song yeah so like i like, have to yeah Brittany yeah, has to she, pay for my hair she asked again. me repeatedly like hey can i can i please like give brunette a try and i'm like nah, red man. i want to like, go red it's in the it's in, it's in the contract it's in the contract one's jewish and one's blonde you know if you if you want to go jewish i will dye my beard blonde right. but yeah i don't think you want to go jewish honestly i wouldn't recommend it what's going on are we gonna go to the next segment what next segment um the inter- talk about the show are you being serious are you fucking with me <laughs> fucker <laughs> I'm like why do you keep talking are we gonna move on <laughs> alright guys back by popular demand it is the final <laughs> Danielle's demand it is the final it is the, <laughs> it is the final matchup of the fourth round of the Hillmarks Intercontinental Championship Tournament brought to you by Hillmarks Brought to you by Heel Marks is right. Uh, it is Chris Jericho, the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> current. Versus Mr. Perfect R.I. Pizzle. Aww. Danielle, go Pizzle. ahead. Pizzle. Pizzle. What do you mean, Danielle, go ahead? Why are you rolling your eyes at me? R.I. Pizzle. Because you, 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 I, I heard your eye roll at me saying R.I. Pizzle. What, I can't drop Izzle language? Sure, always Izzle language. For shizzle. HB Kizzle, R.I. Pizzle, for shizzle my dizzle. Well, our matchup is Jericho and Mr. Perfect, arguably two of the best Intercontinental Champions of all time. Um, however, my pick is going to be Mr. Perfect. And look at you rolling your eyes at me, Mr. Perfect, because Mr. Perfect is one of the best, if not the best, Intercontinental Champion of all time and arguably had one of the best Intercontinental Championship matches of all time. Blah. Blah. No blah. Blah. No blah, I win. <laughs> and no, I'm not I'm not quoting Kesha. I am merely just responding I, to I wasn't even aware that was Kesha. Blah, all right, blah, great. Blah, blah. Uh, Chris Jericho is the greatest man to ever hold the Intercontinental Championship tournament. Uh, t- tournament. Title. <laughs> yeah, he basically holds the tournament by the ball. He really did hold the tournament in the palm of his Wrong. hands uh, un- until until this matchup, where you have come in with your bullshit. I, there's no bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. So, Mister Perfect knows, is the better. Inter- knows I'm going for Chris Jericho. Yeah, but the best Intercontinental because Champion he is Mister. Is the best Intercontinental Champion he's, in the history of the but world. But why is he the he, best Intercontinental Champion? I, I listen, Danielle. I'm not going into this with you. I'm not doing it's it. It's not fair. Chris Jericho is the greatest Intercontinental. He's not. Mister Perfect is the greatest Intercontinental Champion. Okay, we'll see if you're saying that a couple weeks from now. Anyway, can't wait for the next person that you pick over Mister Perfect because you are fickle. And you are a I, flip-flopper. I am, I am not a flip-flopper. I flip-flop once. You flip-flop as many times you but can. But Mr. Mr. Perfect has arguably one of the best Intercontinental Championship matches of all time. Okay. Like, okay. that speaks volumes. Jericho, seven of his reigns are under two weeks. Listen. Seven. I'm not do- listen, I'm not Seven. doing this with you again. I'm not doing this shit with you again. All right? Whatever. I picked Jericho. I picked pick Mr. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to go to our fucking fans who I fucking love. I, you guys are so awesome and you're the reason I do the show and blah, blah, blah. You fucking let me down. <laughs> Mr. Perfect is one with 51%, which means the crime of the century has been committed, people. Fourth round 
Chris Jericho, the current Intercontinental Champion, the 10-time Intercontinental Champion, record holder for everybody to know about. He's gone. But he's only a record holder because he's held the belt he's like flip-flop. He's gone. He's gone. And, and, and you know what? You know what's bad about you? You talk shit about something Jericho is. You don't like transitional champions, and Chris like, Jericho is clearly a transitional champion. Not a transitional champion. He's a hundred percent transitional. Of all time, Mr. Perfect yeah, is the greatest in of all the time. world at what he does. Bret Hart's up there too. That was the crime of the century. Bret Hart losing. Well, you know what? Luckily, our fans will have a chance before the fifth round to try and get some people back up in here. And there Jericho two- will not be on that list. Yeah, absolutely, be, he will. It will be Bret Hart, Razor Ramon. How dare you? How dare you? It will be Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, no, Shawn Michaels, no, no, and, no. and Santino Morella. Listen, this is the way we're going to do it. Danielle's going to pick some people. We're going we're gonna to talk off air and figure out exactly how many people we're going to throw your way. Not Daniel's Jericho. Gonna He's not going to be on the I'm going to pick some. Jericho will 100% be in this. No. He lost. What do you mean no? He lost. He's gone. Goodbye. Yeah, you lost. He You're lost. done. Bye, Goodbye. Jericho. Take care. Brush your hair. Guys, if you want Jericho back the way I do. Nobody does. Then you will look out for his name. Yeah, his transitional champion, Chris Jericho. I will pick people. Danielle will pick people. And more importantly, and in fact, the only thing that matters from the people we pick, you guys will pick people. Transitional maybe champion. Maybe we'll do it via Facebook poll. Maybe we'll try and do it via Instagram story. Um, Transition. We're gonna re- we're gonna- Shut your freaking mouth. We're going to go ahead. We're going to interact with you guys. We're going to get your votes. We're going to get Bret Hart back. Don't worry, guys. We're going to do a redemption round before we get into round five because there are too many great, great, great champions that have been eliminated. He this just is, wants this, to do this, this so he can Dan- get Jericho back. Daniel, no, Danielle wanted to do this because Danielle was all butthurt about Bret Hart. I was butthurt about Bret Hart because you people are bad people. Gonna, bad people now, because Chris Jericho... Now she's going to be even more Bret, butthurt. I'm going to be more Bret Hurt. I'm going to be more Bret Hurt. Bret Hurt because of the fact <laughs> that now the one thing she didn't want to happen is Chris Jericho getting back in. Why? Because she couldn't wait. See, if she waited to round so five excited. to eliminate Chris Jericho, he'd so be excited. gone for good. But no, because Danielle wanted the redemption. He wouldn't round. have been and gone. Danielle there's no way he would have been gone round five. Round. Yeah, but there's but you were come on, you wanted Mr. Perfect out before Chris Jericho? No way. Yes. You think I Mr. Mean, you think Mr. Perfect is a wait, in all seriousness, you think Mr. Mr. Perfect is a bad IC champion? Absolutely not. Of I course, he's Jericho one of the, the best. Greatest. I think Jericho is the greatest. This is a case of a bad, of a tough matchup as we get into these rounds where saying. Mr. Perfect is going up against the best. And look. look no, 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 no. Chris Jericho is going up against the best. As clearly the people said. You people. Would you sh- Mr. Perfect only won by 2%. 2%. That's the, that's the lowest we've ever had. No. Well, yeah, but we had that with someone else. Actually, Whatever. actually, we 100%. had more votes on it. I just didn't add them up recently. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, we had more. Well, I mean, Mr. Perfect still won. I don't even believe you anymore. Your trust and credibility. Yeah, I'll show you right now. Question. Yeah, I'll Listen, do it right Danielle, now. Danielle, take us away. Let's get out of here. Don't be don't be salty because Mr. Perfect won. It's okay. I I the people I, have voted and they were right. I will. They not were right for a change. This is down. redemption. This is redemption Richard for them not the voting for Bret Hart. Hey, guys, if you want to listen to us argue more, you can go on <laughs> Facebook, 
Heel Marks Wrestling Podcast. Give a five-star rating. Leave a review. You can go on Instagram and Twitter at the Heel Marks. Uh, you can find us on For iTunes. For record, people, us fighting does not make us any less the best best friends in all the world. Yeah, life. best friends have to fight. Like, it it's makes in the us even. It, this is what makes us the best best friends. Right. In all the life. You can go on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Go to iTunes. Give us a five star rating. Leave a comment. Uh, subscribe, please. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate you guys so much. Live chat. We will be back soon. We promise. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to us every week. And remember, we're not just smart marks, we're heel marks. Uh, uh.